Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and today we have, instead of Doug McCary, my dad, Anthony Johnson, in the studio. He, uh, if you do not know, if you're new to the program or you just haven't listened the many times he's been on in the past year, he is a former NFL athlete, played for 11 years, uh, got drafted by the Colts. Well, I guess I should say most people will probably know you. Uh, from Notre Dame, um, played four years there, was the team captain the last time they won the national championship, um, got drafted by the Colts in 90, went from the Colts to the Jets to the Bears to the Panthers, was the Panthers' first 1,000-yard rusher, uh, finished up his career with the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, for about a half a season, and then from there he uh, became, the, a couple of years later, became the chaplain for the Jags for 15 seasons chaplain uh, for the Jaguars, and then he left to finish his master's degree in counseling, and he is now a counselor, finishing up his, uh, what, practicum, his requirements to uh, be state certified, but he does have his own practice, and if you would like to find out more about that, that is at acaciagrowthcounseling.com. That's acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, growthcounseling.com, and if you'd like to follow him on Instagram, you can follow him at acacia, again, A-C-A-C-I-A, underscore counseling. Again, that's at acacia counseling, and today he is on, and, you know, we're ready to answer, well, he's ready to answer any questions that you might have, any counseling needs that you might want to throw some questions out to him. Uh, Just ask him a few things. If you would like to call in and do so, our number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at taylor at swatradio.com. That's taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at swatradio.com. Usually it's ask at swatradio.com, but that's because Doug has that one. So you got to send your questions to me uh, if you would like to. Ask the question because you don't want to get on the air, which is fine. But until some of you call in, me and my dad are going to have a little conversation. And so if you don't call in, I won't be too upset with you because I like to chat with them. Dad, how's it going today? It's doing great. Um, I'm I'm really uh, excited to be back here, uh, back in the studio, and especially to get some time with you uh, in this context. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a while since you've been on. It seems like it has been. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. I can't I can't remember the last time, but we had a good conversation then. I feel like, and hopefully, uh, we'll have another one today. Uh, I don't know how the listeners like it, but I enjoy it. I think we we are two uh, somewhat monotoned and low talking people, so. Hopefully you don't find it too too dry uh, when we talk. You got to listen to the words, though. I think the words can be interesting. Absolutely, in, and at the very least, uh, we'll give you some a good way to take a nap. Or yeah, right. Hopefully we won't have any dead air yeah. um, today. I did not usually when uh, me and my dad are on. I'll I'll write down a few questions that I want to make sure I ask them just in case we ever get a uh, a lull in the conversation. Uh, I didn't do that today, so we're gonna. We're flying by the seat of our pants. We're going to see how it goes. And, you know, I was thinking coming in that, uh, you know, with the radio, the idea is um, you have an opinion, you state your opinion, and you have come with something to say, and uh, hopefully that people like that and engage with that. And I was thinking your profession that you're in now is is 
not quite that. It is more, you know, you're listening, you reserve your opinion, and you try to help other people, uh, you know, figure out where their head's at and what's going on. Uh, so hopefully you can uh, turn that off just a little bit and we can get some talk, and otherwise you're going to be psychoanalyzing me. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit like, uh, who was it, uh, Al Davis, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, my dad, when he was he, he had to try out with the Raiders, and uh, Al Davis asked him, what what was your degree at Notre Dame? And you said psychology, and he looked at you real funny and was like, uh, are you psychoanalyzing me? So I'm a little bit like that, I think. Don't get too far in my head. You might not like what you see. So, um, But, you know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit, you know, until we get some people calling in about, uh, we recently talked about the Great Commission, and you just had a, uh, some different things that were, you were kicking around in your head uh, in regards to that. And I just wondered if maybe we could talk about that a little bit, if you remember what you were thinking. <laughs> Refresh me. What exactly? Well, you know, you were talking about how um, the how a, a missed aspect of that is how you raise your family yeah. and uh, that the aspect of um, you know, creating the next generation of disciples and how important that is. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, there's so many. Um, you know, as I've I've spent, um, gosh, now uh, 30 plus years really uh, diving into the Bible. There, um, it, it's amazing how the text uh, just becomes more and more alive. Um, the more you, you dive into it, and and that particular passage for me is is one of those um, because on the surface it. It's pretty clear, right? Um, go make disciples. Go, go help other people follow Christ as you're following Christ. But um, that then then that always looks like a certain way as soon as you hear that. Well, as I've dove into it, and particularly being on staff with Athletes in Action and being a chaplain, that was the purpose. Man, I'm going to go make disciples. I'm going to be a disciple maker, and and uh, you know the commission is what I'm wearing on my sleeve. I'm going. And it was kind of during that time where I really started to look at what that passage says and what Jesus was saying and even the tense of the verbs and, and, um, you know, that, that the first, first uh, word that we usually say go, right. And you look at that and it's in a tense and stated in a way that Jesus is saying, as you are going Mm. make disciples and, I began to, you know, kind of unpack, God began to un- unpack that for me. And it was really as you're living your life, as you're engaging, as you're being a husband, as you're being a dad, as you're being um, an employee, make disciples in all those contexts. And and so that, that has become something that's really uh, brought that scripture more alive to me so that it it doesn't have to look a certain way, mm-hmm. which is what I thought it did. Yeah, and you know, I think that's important too because you know you get a lot of you know throughout history looking at you know great people who went out and did it, made disciples. But then a lot of times you'll see that their family life—not all of them, but some people—their family life, you know, they neglected it, or um, their children end up turning away from God. And I think that's something that you know, people. Some people are called to you know go to Africa and leave the family to do that. Well, yeah. Or take the family at least, you know, um, um, but you know, there is the aspect I think that is often overlooked. And if you're not called that way, that is just as vitally important is to, to raise up the next generation. 
you know what I mean? And I think that's something that we we don't really think about too much. And I think we kind of sublet the uh, the raising of our our youth to other people, you know, be it the school, the the, the church, uh, and whatnot. But we need to be taking responsibility for that, especially as men, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And that that um, the sublet that's an interesting word that you use because um, that is kind of what it seems like or what it's felt for me speaking for myself uh in the process of of understanding really how this um is to work out in my life is you know seeing that um in some ways implicit i don't don't know i was always aware of it but i've placed the the uh, focus the uh call the mandate of discipleship first in my home i placed that under Mm -hmm in terms of value, you know, doing that out in the marketplace or, you know, out in a certain um, ethnicity or a certain, and that's just not at all. That is so inverted as in, in what not only the, the created order shows us, but in what Christ showed us. Yeah. And, and even what he told the disciples in Acts in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and other most parts of the earth, you know, there was a, intended purpose in how he laid that out mm-hmm. and begin at home yeah. start right next door to you and those you love yeah and that's um you know i think that there's a place obviously for other people coming alongside but it it, it should not be in place of what you're doing in the home as, as a father as a, a husband and as the leader of your home um you know i think about how i came up you know with how you guys raised me i i was fortunate um me and me and my Kylie, you know, uh, the the one right behind me, the sister right behind me, I think we benefited from having a uh, a good education um, that was cr- founded in Christianity. It was a Christian education up through, you know, eighth grade or whatever it was. And I've seen the dividends of that in our lives compared to the, some of the younger ones. But it wasn't just, you know, what we got in school. It was how you guys came along with what we were learning at the time that really was impactful. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, no question. And, and that, that's, that's important. Um, again, it's not, you're not saying, and I, I know I don't, I understand, uh, wouldn't be taking us as, um, education, um, is unimportant, um, or even as secondary necessarily. Right. Um, yeah. but it, it should be complementary. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be primary in terms of, um, relying upon, uh, the school or the church yeah. to make disciples of our of our children. Yeah, and I think that um, that the parent still needs to be the primary force with which the education comes from. So even if you are having your kids in a school or something like that, that you still need to be in charge of that education and very involved in what's going on. Which you know, for me growing up, I remember you guys being real involved with that and with the curriculum and and and, and whatnot. So uh, if if we if we don't engage in that way we risk losing um, our kids to, especially if you're in a public school, to the spirit of the age. But even in a Christian school, you, you, you risk the potential of losing them and, and them losing their faith later on uh, down the line because they did not build a solid foundation. Absolutely. So we have a break coming up, so we're going to pick up there after the break. Make sure you stick with us. We will be back with more in a second. 
Uh, we'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing back. Stood on this stage night after night. That is Mercy Me with Even If. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, Doug McCary is out for today. He is actually um, in Meridian, Mississippi, and he is going to be speaking there. So if you are in Meridian, Mississippi, make sure you check SWATradio.com to see where he will be at. And the times, um, I am joined in the studio today by, uh, with Aunt Bye. Who's in the studio with me is my dad. That's what I'm meaning to say. Anthony Johnson. He is a former NFL athlete for 11 years, a former chaplain for the Jacksonville Jaguars for 15 years, and he is now a counselor. You can find out more or um, book times with him, I guess, at AcaciaGrowthCounseling.com. That's Acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, GrowthCounseling.com. Or you can find him on Instagram at AcaciaCounseling.com. Uh, excuse me, at Acacia underscore counseling. That's at Acacia, again, A-C-A-C-I-A underscore counseling. And if you would like to call in and uh, get some free counseling uh, today, you can do that at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at taylor at swatradio.com. That's taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at swatradio.com. And just before the break we were talking a little bit about family and the importance of um of raising your family and how that uh the great commission applies even there and then talking about education and uh the the and the importance and the value of that and that if we're not involved in our our children's education then we risk losing them because the truth of the matter is that the the, the spirit of the age if you will 
has infiltrated the schools uh, very heavily and are trying to uh, to take your kids and and indoctrinate them in in what they believe. So we have to be on guard for that. So you know, just my thoughts on, on what's going on. So yeah, absolutely. It's um, <clears throat> yeah, it's not it's not something. Um, it seems that we're wholly aware of. Yeah. Um, and you know, it can be easy, I think, to, um, to just kind of survive, wake Mm -hmm. up in the, in the morning and realize the uh, weight of life that you have in front of you and, and just try to survive throughout the day. And before you know it, you wake up and your kids are grown and, they're in a place that you hadn't intended, and that age has taken over in ways that, um, again, you, we sometimes miss. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm speaking from personal experience <laughs> in certain ways. You uh, that makes me think of that that one song. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember now what it is, but it's about a father and a son, and he wakes up one day, and his dad's older, and he's like, "I'll have time for you later." Uh, Titan, what's that song? Do you remember, you know? I know you know it, I but know I can't. What you're talking about, but I can't remember it. Yeah, it's like when the radio, when that red light comes on, everything just <laughs> can't remember. So anyway, but yeah, I know what you're talking about, and you know, I, I think it's interesting you bring up that we miss it, and that we're we're consumed with um, you know kind of what's going on uh, in, in our everyday life, and we miss just what's right there with our our children, but that also makes us miss what's going on in a broader context. Um, so that's another way that you think okay well you know when i grew up it was this way and so i can trust my kids to be in this school or that school but the reality of the context of the the country is that you can't just let go um and and i think a lot of people don't want to consider that you know uh, you know i i think what was it like six years ago or seven years ago i wrote a letter to the family just kind of where i think that the country's going and kind of what we need to do about it and um but i think for most people that's not even on the radar and the the i think if you ask me the the fact of the matter is we are now a pagan nation you know that is uh forsaken the founding and the christian uh influence of the founding and we're going to keep sliding further and further to that and i i think and we, we've talked about this before i think we're at the very least looking at the the end of western civilization and possibly, you know, the end of the age and the return of Christ, um, which I think you say that most people, they look at you a little strange, but, uh, you know, that's that's where I'm at with it. And I know you've got some similar thoughts about that, but how do you get people to, in, in your mind, as a counselor, um, I guess you wouldn't do this as a counselor because you don't really put, but just talking about the way people think, how, do you, how would you get people to realize really the danger of, of where we're at as a society? Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's kind of tough um, uh, because we all live inside out, mm-hmm. um, and and sometimes we're not um, consciously aware that we do. I think most of us aren't, um, um, but but that which is percolating inside will find a way to bubble itself out, and and so um, you know, in terms of being aware of what's going on around us, the culture, and especially in uh, terms of spirit, the spiritual climate. Um, that, that's pretty difficult. Um, be, for instance, people come into counseling, um, as I would and as I have uh, when I've engaged in my personal counseling, and and you, you do that 
because there's some things going on in your immediate context, your immediate world. Um, hopefully you have a sense of what's going on inside and are looking for help with that in terms of how to grow. But normally the issue is that uh, there's some things broke in your immediate content, if you will. There's there's some things that are creating some dissonance, some displeasure, um, disharmony. Um, there's some fruit in your life that you don't like. And so... So that's why you come into counseling. Well, um, my role as a counselor is to meet a person where they are. And I'm not trying to, I don't have an agenda necessarily other than growth, healing and growth. Um, so I, we're not necessarily going to start talking about eschatology, yeah, and, yeah. you know, the signs of the times. However, what I believe is, uh, to answer your question is, that as I meet them where they are in the distress that they're experiencing, uh, that there'll be means and interventions that will afford them health in their, in their soul, in their mind, in their ability then to engage in their context in a healthy way that solves the symptom that brought them in, mm -hmm. but also gives them more capacity to be able to engage with the world as it is. Yeah. That's a long way of saying that, <laughs> that, that engaging with the world as it is, is also perhaps having eyes and ears to see the signs of the times and where things are going. Yeah. And I guess I, that was a good answer to a poorly worded question, but you know, I hear what you're saying about how you are internally will affect how much you can do externally. Mm -hmm. Um, but we do have a caller, so we have Rob from Jax. Rob, how are you doing today? It is well with my soul. How are you gentlemen doing? Doing well. Uh, what's your question? What's your comment uh, on SWAT well, Radio today? first of all, I just wanted to, t to tell you with Cats in the Cradle, I think is the song you guys are Yes, thank you. About. Yes. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to thank you for speaking life into such a vital Bible truth, because... I, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit older and I'm involved in a lot of ministries, pro-life, number one, mm. and then with youth groups and human trafficking, and there's mm. just a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of younger Christian men come to me and are like, Rob, man, you're doing all this great stuff. It's so awesome. They said, what's the number one thing I should do? I said, you see those little, little ones over there that you're raising? Mm. I said, that's your most important job. No matter what else you do, you do that right, and it will speak volumes to the world and it will just bring great reward to the Lord because when you know when you raise up a child the way they should go they won't depart from it yeah. so just I mean your son's obviously a testimony to that because he is you know he's living it out and I just it's just to me that's so important because so many guys miss it they think they got to be out in the world and doing these great things for the Lord but it, it starts at home once you fix that then you know, the other stuff falls into place. Amen. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's great. Go ahead. Yeah, no doubt. Um, <clears throat> appreciate you saying that, Rob, because um, yes, that, that is, um, you know, that's the heart of obviously what we were talking about. But again, that's 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 the heart of the gospel. That's why uh, God said he desired godly offspring, right? I mean, how, how can we be focused on that which God um or focused away from that which God is so focused on, um, desiring um, our kids and children and and uh, nations of uh, offspring that would glorify him. We've got to be focused on that. Good point. 
Yeah, that's great. Um, so do you come to SWAT, Rob, or are you just listening um, casually, or do you listen a lot? Well, honestly, I, every day I get off work at 3 o'clock at the base, and on the way home I listen to you guys every day. So awesome. I was just really glad I tuned in today because I've stood with your dad before at the clinic, and he's an amazing man of God, and it's just – it's a. I was like – I was almost going to just turn on the Bible today, and I turned it on, and I was like praising God that I did because I get to, you know, I get to hear you guys. Yeah, well, awesome. Well, hopefully, um, you know, we'll get to meet you. Or I know, I guess you've already met my dad, but hopefully I'll get to meet you sometime at a, a SWAT meetup or yes, maybe out there standing with you um, here sometime soon. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks. Thank yeah, thanks for calling in. Yep. God bless. Yeah, have a good one. You know, that's, that's a, you know, talking about uh, abortion and, you know, doing stuff um, in support of ending that. Uh, you know, I know that's something that you've been um, passionate about and have gone to, and you know, it's funny cause that was something when I was younger, that was just, I didn't, I, 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 maybe it was just the way that, you know, the world indoctrinates you, you know, going through school, you know, later on I went to, um, a public school, but, and that the more, especially now that I've had a, a daughter, that is something that just, I mean, it, it fills me with anger. You know what I mean? And, and then to think that it's been going on for almost 50 years mm-hmm. and then to look at, you know, our country um, that we would even claim to be, you know, still a Christian country after that. Like, I just cannot believe that we let that stand. Uh, so, yeah. but Yeah. And that that's, again, one of those things that, uh, as you said, when the when the red light comes on, that's a. Uh, um, picture of what happens in the studio now you're on life is on and, and when we wake up in the morning kind of the red light comes on and mm-hmm. and we're on we feel the stress of things and the good intentions that we have sometimes get left with us and we miss what's going on around us and we just can't afford to do that anymore yeah that, for sure especially you know someone my age you know got kids coming the next generation but even for uh, people who are where you are at in life and your kids and your grandkids are going to have to live through what we decide to do uh, today. But we are up against the news break, so we, we will be back with more after the news. And we'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER. And we'd like to give a shout out to all of you who are listening online, wherever you are in the country or around the world. But we would also like to give a special shout out to those listening locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news.
Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Freedom Hymn by Austin French. If you are just joining us, Doug McCary is out of the studio today, and I have with me a special guest, my father, Anthony Johnson. He is a former NFL athlete, a former chaplain for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he is now a counselor. If you would like to learn more about him and his work, or if you would like to um, schedule him uh, to talk to, excuse me, to speak with him, you can find him at AcaciaGrowthCounseling.com. That's Acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, GrowthCounseling.com. Or you can find him on Instagram at Acacia underscore counseling is the handle that again is at Acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, underscore counseling. Why do you have the underscore? Was the Acacia counseling by itself taken? Yeah. No way. Was it really? Yes, it was. Yeah. Don't you hate that? I, yeah, I did. <laughs> Someone thought of my idea. <laughs> but again, that's Acacia underscore counseling. Uh, if you would like to find out more on Instagram, you know, the grams, that's where uh, the gram is where people are these days. These young, these young folks, you know, <laughs> I, I don't have it anymore. So I, I can too old. Yeah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> um, but if you were just joining us, we were talking a little bit uh, throughout the program. We've been talking about the importance of family and being uh taking stock taking uh inventory of how your family and your children are being raised and make sure that you are um the ultimate driver in things such as their education and then uh, right before the break but excuse me the break we were talking about abortion and really just kind of how we've gone off the cliff so to speak as a nation um so yeah, if you would like to join us or if you have any questions of a counseling nature for my father, you can call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at taylor at SWATradio.com. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R at SWATradio.com. See how I did that there at the end with the long it out? Mm. That's how I let Doug know it's time for him to start talking. So. Uh, but now he's not here, so I got to do that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so... My question for you is, you know, kind of you were talking in the break, you were just talking about how the, the, the manhood in the church and how men in the church uh, on a broad scale um, have kind of seemed to abdicate places of leadership. And, and, and really the, the, the heart of the Western church seems to be feminine and that the masculine is not really present. Um, talk a little bit about that and just why you think that is and what we can do about it. Yeah, um, I don't know, many thoughts on that. Um, so most of them are anecdotal. I don't have. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, they're just just thoughts, and I. Uh, it's fun to be able to kind of engage those with you. But I, you know, um, as we we're just saying, you know, Corinthians talks about uh, us not being ignorant of his schemes and and refer reference to Satan and the enemy and. Um, and yet it seems like, um, and again, speaking for myself first, um, it seems like over the years, that's exactly the case. I've been ignorant of his schemes, really stupid, dull-minded when it comes to how is the enemy going to attack us? And maybe even first, that we're in a war. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, there's there's enough um, visualization in the Word of God that uh, would exhort us to, hey, you know, strap it on every day you wake up and as you go to make disciples, uh, you know, you're you're in a in a battlefield and and we haven't we haven't been like that. Um, in fact, we have been, you know, we've been at a, a picnic on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, was it? No, it wasn't Tozer. It was um, 
um, uh, oh gosh, the red light again. C.S. Yeah, <laughs> Lewis. Sorry, um, we we've just been kind of chilling um, and just hanging, and so uh, as a as a consequence, I think um, you know we've we've missed. We haven't put on our armor on a daily basis and haven't recognized uh, where we're at and. We've had it pretty good in this country, mm-hmm. and I don't know that, at least, again, speaking for myself, um, I don't know that we realized how good we've had it until, you know, the last couple of years when we start, again, speaking for myself, I start seeing, uh, you know, things around us and the the volleys uh, of the enemy getting closer and closer, and um, somehow we, you know, have missed uh that he's been killing our children for years yeah and you know it's interesting because you say oh you know i missed it but i know like um it's it's funny because i think you know you're thinking in in mine at least a little in some ways is it comes in waves you know because i remember back in 2000 uh you bought a whole bunch of like survival type stuff thinking oh man you know things might not be kosher in in the world and you know, here we are 20 years later saying, oh, wait a minute, what's going on? And now what we're seeing in a more broad concept, that was just like, oh, there might be something wrong with the computers or whatever. But this is more, hey, you know, Demi Lovato, this, you know, you know, some celebrity who doesn't have much thinking is now saying Christianity is the reason that we have uh, all this oppression. And it is so pervasive in the culture that just random people are saying these things without having put much thought to them and that should be you know to your point that should be that should be a little alarming like oh wait a minute what, what where did this come from and it seems like it came just out of the blue out of nowhere but in reality this has been building for some time and i think that we have to be proactive then to make sure that we keep a christian culture uh kind of a, a counterculture um to combat especially talking about the kids again them coming for the kids and the kids seeing that, oh, Christianity is this bad, negative thing. We need to be offering a different way of life that looks radically different from what we see in the world. And I don't think right now we're really doing that on a total scale in, in America. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't look like it. Uh, again, I guess that's dependent on, um, you know, where your eyes are trained and what you're yeah. looking at. And I know in some some circles um, and some reports, uh, the church is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of that is, uh, to your point, not necessarily in the Western church, at least yeah. that, I've, that I've heard. Um, it's in uh, more dire straits mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, less privileged uh, areas. Um so yeah, it, it definitely needs to be something that's on our radar. But again, I kind of go back, and this is you know uh, this is the counseling perspective. I go back to that inside out approach, and um, you know the the tree is known by its fruits, mm-hmm. and those fruits that we see, uh, including the inability perhaps to to discern where things are for us in in the West and in our country, our country. Um, yeah, I go back to that's an indication that something under the hood mm-hmm. needs to be addressed. And, and in spite of, you know, many places, many churches where there is good teaching, we need more. Yeah. Um, and not just more good teaching. We need more than good teaching. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that kind of goes to talking about, um, uh, masculinity and kind of how the church, uh, seems maybe to be catering more towards the feminine is, 
is, you know, a lot of churches, it's you come in on Sunday, you come in on Wednesday, and you sit and you listen to someone talk. And, and you know, a lot of churches don't have men's ministries, um, but the ones that do look a little bit more like women's ministries where you go and you sit and you talk about them. But there's something in a man that needs to be doing, right? And there's something in the gospel that necessitates that we do, you know. So, but we aren't really, there's not that connection there, you know. And so I guess... Why do you think that is, and what can be done to uh, kind of change that and create that connection? And, and you know, because it's obviously something that you you got to do inside out on your own. But as as you're working with other people in in a community, um, which I I think that may be as part of the problem is that our community is degraded so much. But yeah, I, it, what comes to mind is. Um you know, kind of really the last uh, section of the Old Testament where uh, God says he will turn to the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers um, before the great and awesome day of the Lord. And mm. and that's um, it, so key to me because um, not just that he'll turn the face of, but that he'll turn the hearts of. And uh, it, it seems to me that, um, you know, the hearts of people – as a whole and specifically the hearts of um, those of us in the church. And to your point, uh, men in the church have been stolen. Uh, we, yeah. We've been, and, there, and there's a reason, um, obviously the enemy is at work, mm-hmm. but then uh, also some of us fathers, and I know this is, has been true of me for a time, uh, as we talked about before, we've been, we've been distracted. We've been focused on careers or we've been focused on other things or, or even, um, you know, bringing the word of God to other places before our own home. And so, uh, it just reminds me again of a principle that, um, that is the heart of our, of my counseling. And, and that's the, the need and the essential place of attachment and that roots in the heart. And the Christian word for that is love and an experience of love and it's mutual and engaging. And, um, and so, so just that aspect of uh, the hearts of men being turned away mm-hmm. and uh, there are many things you could say about, um, you know, how that's happened. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that you bring up, you know, uh, as we've been talking about fathers and, and then the necess- necessity of a father to be present and then how, you know, sometimes we miss it. And, you know, I think a lot of people might feel like, you know, convicted about that or kind of be upset, you know, because you grew up, you know, well, you, you had your father died when you were young. And luckily, you know, a godly man came in and raised you. But there was a large portion of time where, you know, you didn't have a father. And even when you did have someone come in and fill that role, you're still missing your real father. And so those wounds obviously uh, have long lasting implications and they take time to heal. And I think, you know, uh, John Eldred's book about uh, Wild at Heart and, and stuff like that, talking about father wounds and how deeply they go to the core of, of, of who we are. And and so I got kind of getting off on a tangent there, but just so we shouldn't let, uh, you know, the fact that maybe we've been absent fathers or we didn't have a father keep us from now, you know, f- first getting counseling or, or getting something to heal that father wound that we have, but then also to engage re-engage with our children because it's it's of vital importance 
Yeah, it's of first importance. It really is. Um, you know, and Paul t- said that in First Corinthians 15, um, you know, of first importance is the gospel. Um, you know, that begins in the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we know God said that. We know Jesus um, uh, enlightened that. We, we have to allow our hearts to heal, and sometimes we have to take initiative to put it in a position to heal, and then we'll be able to engage in appropriate ways for the spread of the gospel beginning in our homes. Yep. All right, we are up against the break, so stick with us. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. That is one of my dad's favorite bands, Need to Breathe with Brother. Uh, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Doug McCary is not in the studio today. As I said earlier, he is in Meridian, Mississippi. But what I do have now is the dates and times of what he will be doing on Sunday because he just uh, texted me and said, how did you forget? This is where it's at. He didn't say it that way. But, you know, he said so. He will be at Highland Baptist Church at 10 a.m. And uh, all men are welcome to their man church outreach Sunday at 7 p.m. So, at 10 a.m., he'll be there for the regular service, and then they have a uh, man church outreach, which I believe he said earlier is the first that they are doing at that church. It's at 7 p.m. Again, that is at Highland Baptist Church in Meridian, Mississippi. If you are listening there and would like to attend, that is um, where you should go. And the times you should be there, again, 10 a.m. in the morning and then 7 p.m. Uh, that Sunday night. So, um, you know, me and my dad have uh, been filling in since Doug's out, uh, trying to be entertaining as much as we can with our monotone monotone voices, excuse me, but we have been talking about uh, the the importance of fatherhood and, you know, really kind of with the times that we are in. I, I was listening to somebody talk about, the, I think it was the sons of Issachar, they uh, were men who knew the times and what to do about them. And I feel like um, we, a lot of us, and we, we kind of are starting to see, oh, this is, what we we're starting to realize the times that we're in, but we're at a a loss for what to do about them. And you know, this is going to be in my mind more of a 
this is kind of what I'm thinking type thing. So Anthony is a licensed counselor. So with this, don't take this as his counseling opinion. This is me asking him some questions. Now, to save him from that, you can call in and you can um, ask for his professional opinion on some things. And if you would like to do that, um, our number is one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Or you can email us at Taylor at SWATradio.com. That's Taylor T A Y L O R at SWATradio.com. And if you are afraid to call in and don't want to ask a question, but you want to find out more about Anthony and his work, you can go to AcaciaGrowthCounseling.com. That's Acacia A C A C I A GrowthCounseling.com. Or you can follow him on Instagram at Acacia underscore Counseling. Again, that's at Acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, underscore counseling. So, Anthony, it's funny to call you that on the on the air. Um, what, what do you think we should do about the times that we're in? Because I have some ideas, um, but, you know, I, I think you're more tempered than I am as far as uh, your response. So what do you think is some things uh, that we should do as a people, as, as a, a, a faith community, as Christians, with where we're headed hmm. where it appears we're headed yeah um i bet i know well, the first thing you're gonna say what pray uh, yes that'd be a great thing to to do i wasn't gonna say that first but. oh well i just because i know you talk to the family about yeah you know the different times of day that you pray specifically um in regards to that so i figured that's where you're going first but yeah absolutely there um you you can never go wrong praying um uh, I should say you can never go wrong praying to God through the person <laughs> of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and even if um, you're listening out there and you're not so sure about God through Jesus Christ, but you do pray to God, I invite you to pray and ask God to reveal himself to you and whether Jesus is who he says he is. Uh, I think you might be pleasantly surprised at what you see and hear over the course of him answering that. Um, but but prayer is obviously, um, you know, for those of us who are church, prayer is obviously the answer. But, um, you know, there's different ways that, that we can pray. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways that we can approach where we are right now or where we think we are. And, and, and that, that's the challenge, too. I mean, you know, I, I hear Jesus uh, tell his disciples that um, you know, the way that you, that others will know that you're following me is the way that you love. Mm-hmm. And so that would be a close second, perhaps, um, melded into praying is is loving, uh, to be loving. And, and by that I mean not uh, imposing yourself and your thoughts on someone else's in a way that um you know demeans them or um you know and doesn't allow them to have place um in a conversation or in a thought um and so you know praying and loving are obviously um certain aspects of what it means and what it looks like to be christian yeah um now i know you're not going to but do you have any ideas of what that should look like or could look like i I would imagine knowing you and having spoken to you for what the hell my 31 years now you're gonna be like well eh, keep it a little big (laughs) yeah um what that should look like um you know really kind of depends on the engagement um 
I, I do look at um, where things are in our country uh, and in the in the world, and it makes me think of uh, Jesus to uh, the Pharisees, uh, and he said, you know, you you know how to discern the signs of the times, but you don't know how to discern you know the truths of mm. this age, and you know he said. It, not only were they able to, uh, you know, be, I guess, pretty good weathermen, but they also knew the scriptures. He said, you search the scriptures, and it's these that speak of me, and you won't even come to me. to be." And so uh, I think there needs to be a refreshing of our uh, diving into, study uh, of the Word of God, Um and I know you know where I would want to go with, with that statement, and I'll just say this, that um, I believe our uh, fairly modern uh, interpretations of eschatology are mm-hmm. way off. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and and not, not completely in some sense, because Jesus is coming back, and that is the glorious hope. Um, but in some of the details, and... And so, um, so when I hear Jesus say that to the Pharisees, I realize, oh, as as in the men of Issachar, they knew the times, and so they knew the times so that they could know what was appropriate to do. And Jesus chastised them, say, "Hey, you can discern the signs of the sky, but you can't discern the signs of the times, or you would come to me." Mm-hmm. And so applying that to today it makes it would make sense that we should have a better understanding or seek to have a better understanding of what god's word says to us specifically about these times Hmm. yeah and you know you're you're talking about love and speaking in love which is a good reminder for me because uh as you know i'm very blunt um and i i kind of wield that bluntness uh, uh pretty aggressively without really realizing it Um, But, you know, you're also talking about love. And I was reading this book uh, recently. It was talking about um, the importance of love as far as um, in teaching, uh, you know, your children and and as far as a church culture. And that really what we're seeing is the the, uh, secular culture has a particular stance on love, which we would say is hedonistic, lustful, and and, and that the church needs to or that you need to... body your kids with the idea of what christian love looks like and that how that is at the center at the core of um showing a christian culture you know that if you don't have those first things in place then um you're you're in trouble and your kids are going to be in trouble because love is something that's written on our heart We, we all want to love and be loved and if we don't uh have a robust understanding of christian love we're going to look for it somewhere else um, and I, I think that's something that, uh, first off, we don't talk about enough in church as far as the ins and outs and nitty-gritty of um, marriage and what that's really about, what that looks like. Um, but I think that's also something that, you know, talking about love, I think we need to do a better job of coming together as a community because when you're talking about raising kids, as we've talked about in the past, at some point, your word's not going to hold as much sway as what they're uh, friends say and what they're what people around them their own age think and so to surround yourself and your kids with people who are like-minded i think is uh, pretty important especially with the way that we're going um so you know where my head's at 
with that as far as uh, really getting out. And, and that's something, though, I think that is uh, not on most people's radars, not what they want to do or able to do. So I think there's ways that where we're at, uh, we should be able to find, um, you know, to find like-minded people with, you know, kids that are around the same age that are teaching the truths of the gospel and really uh, create a, like we talked about a counterculture um, that's, that's strong and robust. And, you know, you got to do that where you're at, but maybe at some point that's something to think about, Hey, we're going to, we're going to move in the same neighborhood uh, or we're going to move, you know, somewhere else so that we can be closer and live more intentionally. Because I think, I think that's important not to be like a, holy huddle as Doug talks about but uh, to be a enclave to send out uh, missions and for people to come in and see what a Christian life and what a Christian community looks like because and the reason it's important is because of how invasive the culture is in all facets of our lives especially just with this this phone right here right the, the culture can get in anywhere and if you're not intentional and have people close by who are intentional uh, you, you're really going to be struggling. So, you know, I, I know that's a radical uh, thing to say, and I'm, I'm not saying it as forcefully as I think it, uh, you know, but, you know, just kind of what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I know you'd like to say it's stronger, uh, but <laughs> a couple of verses coming to mind. Uh, Hebrews 10 uh, exhorts us to consider how we might stimulate one another to love and good deeds, you know, kind of what you're talking about, by not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Uh, the way some are in the habit of doing it says, and I'm, I look at our day and time mm-hmm. and say, well, that's kind of the way we've approached it. Um, it's been okay and good to go on Sunday mornings and hear a message, but after that as a whole, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I hear you on that. Um, the other one is Matthew 22. Uh, Jesus says the greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. uh, A lot more to be said about that. But But unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, So that is a shame. But if you are listening and you are in Marion, Mississippi, I would like to remind you that Doug McCary will be at Highland Baptist Church at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. And at 7 p.m. on Sunday, he will be there for Man Church. So make sure that you attend that. Uh, Like I said, that is all the time we have for today. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. And you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual